You're turning it up instead of down. Is there a reason for that? Yes, everybody hurts. Maybe. Welcome to the Rye Pod. <laughs> Damn it. This is... It's not a great day for me. It's not a great day for our guest, Garrett Allegra, making his third appearance on the podcast. Say hey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, at least he sounds positive. Um... Before we get into it, just remember we're now on Spotify and Apple Music, so go follow us if you get a chance. Yes, I forgot to mention that last before. time, but yep, we're on there now. Well, where do we start? Do we start with the college football disaster or the NFL disappointment? I don't know what you mean by disaster. It's it's a pretty big disaster. All right, just... fine, fine. We'll just jump right into it then. Let's stop tiptoeing around this crap. Let's just <laughs> go into it. Virginia Tech lost to Liberty on Saturday. I don't care that Liberty was ranked. I don't care that they were undefeated. Virginia Tech, and I don't care that we were missing Khalil Herbert and James Mitchell. Liberty beat Virginia Tech 38-35 on an icing the kicker stupid call, and they kicked the field goal to win. Um, Garrett, I know you watched the game. Just what what happened? Uh, well, what happened was um, Justin Fuente. Uh, Justin Hamilton and Brad Cornelson got completely and thoroughly outcoached by Hugh Freeze and the Liberty coaching staff the entire game by a school in their third year of FBS competition. Mm. Um, that's what happened. Think about and that. It was, yeah, it was a terrible sight to behold. It was gross to watch the game and then at the end to feel like we had won and pulled it out and somehow avoided the massive disappointment just to have it ripped away by Justin Fuente calling a timeout to try to ice the kicker. Um, and then uh, it just all get, was downhill from there as the Liberty kicker extended his career-long field goal by 10 yards and had another 20 yards of room on that kick also, by the way. So it was uh, it was just uh, rough all around, especially at just very at the very, very end of the game, for sure. I, uh, this this team is is bad. I don't know what to say. The, the defense is horrible, and the coaching staff got outcoached, like you said, again. They got exposed mm-hmm. for the schemes they were running. They let another running quarterback gash them again. This is what we've been seeing for 10 years now. The, the inability to stop a running quarterback. I don't get it. And I don't, I'm sick of, I mean, not a lot of people have made excuses, which is a difference in Virginia Tech mm-hmm. losses this week. But the, pe- the people that are making excuses for a home loss to Liberty, it blows my mind. I Like I said, I don't care that Herbert was out. I don't care that Mitchell was out. I don't care that Caleb Farley opted out and that Jermaine Waller's not healthy. Find a way to beat Liberty, for God's sake. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. But, all of those things are great excuses if you're playing Miami, like we are this yeah, weekend. Or, or if you're playing, even even if you're playing, like, UNC, Duke, uh, ACC competition, those are fine excuses. They're not, they're not excuses for Liberty. You should be able to beat those with uh, a couple of your starters out. Well, and also oh, yeah, the yeah. the home loss isn't as bad because there, there was like a thousand fans there. It would be it would this loss would be even worse if Lang was packed for that game and it just happened in front of all those fans and students were leaving in the third quarter because we were losing to Liberty by ten points. Yeah, um, that would have been even more embarrassing, and it's already embarrassing enough. <laughs> uh, before I let Solomia chime in and really make us eat crow, I just wanted to say I think comparing. I mean, obviously, you can't. If you're a coach of Virginia Tech, you can't have losses to Liberty and ODU on your resume. You just can't do it. And nope. I say, I think, I honestly think, I'm taking like the team records out of it. I think that this loss was worse than the ODU loss because it was at home, and the ODU loss in Norfolk was their biggest game ever, and they were like, you know, juiced, and you know, we just couldn't handle their juice. This was we were out schemed, out coached outworked at home and i felt way more embarrassed for losing to liberty so i'm gonna let solomia go and she looks like she's pulling she's pulling out receipts i think is what i see here Uh, yep okay okay all right so she's she's got some receipts i need her to wait who's lying receipts solomia is bringing receipts i think it's related to something she said about liberty a few weeks ago solomia we're ready for you i'm almost ready oh my gosh seriously uh, I, I'll, I'll add on to your last point while we're waiting, All Ryan. Right. Um, okay. I, I also quickly, agree quickly. that 
I agree that the Liberty loss is worse um, because that ODU loss, Josh Jackson, the starting quarterback, got hurt during it as well. So it was just yeah. an all-around weird, yep. bad day at yeah. ODU, and I wrote it off as that. But now that the Liberty loss on top of it, it's starting to feel less like a weird day and more like a trend. Yeah. Okay. Salome is ready. I am ready. What? What? Do I'm you... going to bring us back to one of our episodes. Oh, boy. I'm just going to let this play. Gonna, it's it's not gonna beat Clemson. It's it will it will give Miami a good game, and I think this team responded in a way I don't even think Solomia thought they would respond after last week's loss. Here's my point. You just said it. Five lucky turnovers. Uh, might be a little. No, so what's your point? You're kind of, we're trying to get to. This is embarrassing. I'm right? sorry. This is, this is not championship podcasting. Salomia, not championship <laughs> podcasting right now. Oh, Oh, okay, we're going back to the schedule. Will they win? Yes or no? Sure, they'll win. They, okay, they play Louisville. Did they win? No. Louisville's one and four. They're the worst team in the ACC. Okay. <clears throat> Liberty. They'll beat Liberty. No, Liberty's looking pretty good right Stop now. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to remind oh, you. Oh, jeez. That's what I was looking for. That little nugget right there. Oh, God. I, just I knew point that's what out. you were looking for. That's, a, that's embarrassing. <laughs> just want to point out that that's what you said. I wanted to show it because I know you would deny it. I, ne- I so never said I So I wanted to it. pull out the proof. And now that we have a podcast where we have things recorded, you can't go back on things. <laughs> I'm not. Just like I always stick forward. by my hot takes. I'm moving forward. Uh, and we're going to move forward to this next We can thing. also remind everyone about how you made fun of all all of my hot takes. and Your, your two little hot takes me. that were ridiculous. Your little group me. Okay. Made fun of me. We're going to get to your point. Is it time to fire Justin Fuente so Olivia can say what she's been saying for months now on this? Yeah. Would you imagine if I just said, like, no? Okay, what, <laughs> what's no. the solution? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Fire Fuente. I know it takes a hit when you have to fire someone, you have to um, give Buy them their out. buyout. That sucks. I know because Maryland has done it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm aware of how that goes. I will say that yeah, you take a hit, but I think that's a hit that you you should be willing to take over a possibility of having to have... How many more years do you have of him, technically? Ah, uh, crap. How well, how long is his contract, Garrett? We talked about it. It's, I have no idea. Okay, I think it's like 2023 <laughs> or 24. Yeah, I think that's too long for him to have the program and possibly run it to the ground. You guys need to get out of it and get out of this quickly. Garrett... Should, whether it's now or the end of the year or whenever soon, is it time to move on from Justin Fuente? Um, I think so, um, because just these losses are embarrassing. There's been like an embarrassing loss every single season. If you yep. go back to ODU two years ago, yep. last year, the 40-point loss to Duke at home when Duke wasn't even a good team. Duke sucked. Uh, and now Liberty. Um, however, I don't think they can. Fire Fuente because his buyout is over $12 million and we don't have the money for that from the boosters, not to mention the money it would take to then hire a new coach. He would hope to be somebody that's established and would cost, you know, a decent amount of money on top of that. So I just don't think the money's there to do it, unfortunately. So this situation might just end up spiraling, spiraling uh, for the worse. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I think it's time to go. I think it's time to pack your bag. Like you said, I'll say it again, you can't lose to ODU and Liberty and end the streak of losing to UVA in your tenure. I think Mm -hmm. it's all three of those compounded. And I just, the big thing with the Liberty loss and the Old Dominion loss and the 40-point loss to do, what does this do for recruiting now? We're already struggling. I mean, like, some of the old heads say, you know, we're not recruiting like we once were, which is true. But then some people are like, well, this is what the climate is now with Twitter. And, you know, all these kids go to Clemson. They stack them up at Clemson and Ohio State. But so you're already behind the eight ball in recruiting. Now you're going to be losing out to Liberty and Virginia and James Madison, if we want to go back 10 years before Fuente. UNC. UNC. You know, Tech has no chance at getting these guys. So I think you got to somehow cut your losses, move on. Like, um, 
when Virginia Tech, a different sport, but when we wanted to move on from Seth Greenberg, we moved on from Seth Greenberg because he was a bad coach. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at, at some point, if this continues to happen, like, if we lose to UVA this year, oh, God. I mean, I, I don't know how you could... you got to find the money somewhere at that point. That That's... Fuente's got to pack his stuff and, you know, figure it out. Look in the couch cushions in uh, Burris. And, uh, which is, on, yeah, which is honestly... A loss to UVA at this point, like I've said, I've I'm not gonna say written off the season, but if we lost, if we lose any game, I'm not shocked anymore. Right. I don't I don't care who we're playing. We could be playing, you know, Coppin State. If we lose, whatever, you know, that's what this program is now. Sometimes I guess. So I did pull something out. So just to let you guys know, (laughs) quickly, and then we're gonna move on to the other disaster. Durkin's uh, coach Durkin from UMD, his uh, buyout was eight point one million. That is okay. Do the math on that. Which obviously is four million dollars cheaper, but also this is University of Maryland standards, where you know. That's a high buyout for University of Maryland. That's what I'm saying, and we cut that quickly. But wasn't Durkin the guy that had the whole thing? It, yes, it, yes, but he didn't. We didn't yeah. end up getting. Um, we it wasn't firing for cause. For cause, so we had to end up paying uh, him after all. It was yeah, I know. I, we Somi and I talked about that earlier. That was weird. So um, it was because it wasn't technically his fault. It was other people. So those people had the uh. blame. So they were fired for cause, but he wasn't. But yeah, we were. We were. I love the last thing about this. And then we'll move on. Is the joke on Twitter that losing to Liberty should be. Fired for cause, but you know that's that's, <laughs> so that's yeah again something you can't do. We all agree on that. Yeah, uh, just just can't happen. Beat. I mean, Miami. It's it's tough when you're playing a top ten team this week, but do something to bounce back. You you got to beat Miami to even. I mean, we're we're not talking about an ACC title trip anymore. We're just talking about salvaging the season and not losing the team. Maybe the team's lost already. I, I mean, know. at this point, I think I'm rooting for you guys to win to strictly so that you guys don't lose out in recruiting for hopefully your new coach uh, next for sure. year. <laughs> that, we'll keep dreaming. All right. Now to the other team we root for. Um, that was not a good loss for the Washington football team. That was very bad. You can't you can't you can't get swept by the Giants, Garrett. Am I right? You, you can't do it. You're right, and this is now two years in a row uh, that we've been swept by the Giants. Four losses in a row to the Giants under Daniel Jones. He only has he has five wins in his career, four against us. Uh, just brutal to see that on Tri- Twitter for the past three days. Trivia for Solomon yeah. is not going to know this. You might. Who is his other win against? Uh, the Buccaneers. Ah, Garrett knew it right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. It was his first start. He started against Tampa last year, and they beat the Bucks on a game-winning touchdown run by Daniel Jones. So, how was... can I forget the week where everybody thought Daniel Jones is going to be a top-ten quarterback? Oh, right, of course. <laughs> Duh. All right, I'm going to dig back into this these game stats a little bit. Oh, the Giants. Oh, they ran for 166 yards. Okay, they have a really talented back in Saquon Barkley. Right. Oh, oh, wait a minute. He did not play. Huh. Let up 68 yards to Wayne Gallman. That's not good. Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris, former Redskin. Um, nine, nine carries on 67 yards. That's 7.4 carry. That's not good. Uh, okay. Oh, Daniel Jones. Let's see. Uh, t- uh, you know, pretty good completion percentage. One touchdown. What, no picks. What? 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 None? What? Nope. He didn't lose a fumble? How come he can't lose a fumble or throw a pick against us? <laughs> he, he literally turns it over every game. All right, now back to the the side we were gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, Kyle Allen um, shredded his ankle, dislocation. Did not, look did not look good, but hopefully it's not as bad as it looked. Alex Smith comes in again. It's the second time he's had to fill in for a Kyle Allen injury. Played bad to end the first half, but pretty good to for most of the second half until two bad picks on the last two drives. So Solomia, yeah, uh, clearly they've named Alex Smith the starter. How far do you think? Because you and I watched the documentary about mm-hmm. his injury, and it looked like he wasn't yeah. going to play again. How far do you think he can take this team with the NFC East being so bad? I mean, at this point, I'm just—it's just exciting to see him on the field, mm-hmm. and you're kind of just rooting for him no matter what. But also praying that nobody sacks him or does anything. Well, they're going to sack him with this offensive line. It's just absolutely horrifying. Also, it's like you're happy he's on the field, but also like, please, please throw the ball really quickly because <laughs> you don't want him to hold on to it. I'll let Garrett go before I get back to you on something because I know Garrett and I are going to go at you on this. But Garrett, how far can Alex Smith take this Washington team this year? Um, well, actually, I think Alex looked pretty good. 
uh, on Sunday, which was a shock to me uh, after that after he came in the Rams mm-hmm. game and looked like crap earlier. He was bad. Like um, we gotta call it like you yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I honestly don't know. Um, but I have actually more faith in this team's ability to win games that are winnable with him yeah, at the helm for sure. Um, than for Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins. And in the NFC East, you really never know. Um, even though we lost to the Giants, I still believe that that Week 17 game is going to be winning in against the uh, Eagles. Oh, um, two five wins. Just no way looking for that, Looking for that coveted sixth win. Yeah, yeah baby. Yep. Okay. Uh, so that's that's the way I see it lining up. So who knows? It, we're not going to win a playoff game if we get there. No. But who knows if we do? Which leads me to the point that Solomia has been trying to make. We may be one and a half games out of this division, but she says tank. She says just tank, just tank, 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 because we suck. Why do you say that? I'm going to say there's a correct way to tank and there's a wrong way to tank. Bengals are killing it at the tanking game. <laughs> They are doing perfectly. This is exactly what you want to see. A team that's feisty and still trying, but with you a know, great quarterback. With a great quarterback, but you know they're not going to win that game. Because it's the Bengals. And, man, they need those picks in order to help. So, okay, well, how Joe does Burrow. this relate to Washington? Why should Washington Washington tank? needs a lot more than just one quarterback. You guys need a lot of holes fixed. You guys need a good draft pick. If you make it into the playoffs, your number probably, what was the projected? 18. Well, the winner of the NFC East, assuming they lose their first playoff game and have the worst record among playoff Uh teams, they'll have the 18th pick in the draft. Which is not great at all. And honestly, I think if you guys have a higher draft pick, even if there's, even if you're like number six, right? Um, Then at least you can do something with that pick even. If you don't want to pick somebody, maybe there's nobody great at that point, or nobody number six worthy. There's Mac Jones! You can trade that pick and maybe get some more players. Because you guys really need (laughs) this draft capital in order to make something happen. But the Browns were in a similar situation a few years ago, and they made that draft capital happen, and now they're in a better position than then they were. And I think that's what you guys need to do. And winning, a, getting to the playoffs will not help you. So before I let Garrett just completely roast you, um, so if if it is a win and in game with Philly, and you have the ninth pick versus the eighteenth pick, but a playoff berth, you say we should just lose that game. I'm, that's what you're saying. Right I'm now. saying it will suck for you because you're not in a better position for next year. All right, it just, puts you just, in a worse position. I'm saying that tanking puts you into a better position than winning, weirdly enough. Which sounds backwards, but it's true. All right. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Garrett, just get her. Uh, yeah, so you're wrong for a couple reasons. Um, a couple? The first, one, the first one is Ron Rivera right now is trying to build a winning culture where there hasn't been one for 25 and counting years. Um, and the easiest way to do that is to win football games uh, and the easiest way to show that you won some football games is to win your division it may be the worst division in football the worst division in the history of football but the guys that are young guys like terry mclaurin um guys on defense like chase young montez sweat deron Payne, mm-hmm. being in the playoffs for the first time will give them such a confidence boost going into next year and the rest of their careers that I really think making the playoffs is worth it for just the overall leadership and culture of the team. Um, and the other reason you mentioned the draft picks, um, draft drafting players isn't a guaranteed thing. It's a it's 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 sure it's a better chance you get a good player at the top of the draft, but it's not guaranteed. Look at how many busts there are every single every year. Every year, top 10 picks, and how many great players we see come out 18, 19, 20 every year. So just because you're not getting the guys that Mel Kuyper says are the best players in the draft doesn't mean you're not going to get a player that might fit your team and that might end up being a stud down the road. Um, I mean, look at Terry McLaurin, the best player on our team. We got him in the third round. Third rounder. So it's just, it's, I understand your point, and I understand your point about, you know, the Chargers and the Bengals are tanking well, but they're also not trying to lose these games. They just happen to be losing them because they're really bad. They're a really bad team. Like, like Joe Burrow's not going out there like, oh, I want to lose this game so we can get a higher draft pick next year and get me a left tackle. Well, yeah. And I agree that if the team shouldn't be thinking, oh, we the players need to be thinking we're tanking because that's obviously not a good 
they look players. Whatever. I told you, players, players never, never tank, do, and that's true. But uh, I will look. say that you mentioned the whole losing culture. You don't have a winning culture in DC right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Please talk to my entire Cleveland. Anyone from Cleveland ever? Oh, jeez. This because again. <laughs> um we've had how many Super Bowl wins? Oh, right, zero. <laughs> you don't need to yell. We're how many have you had in the last since two thousand? Zero. Okay, that's right. I forgot. You. Nineteen ninety one was the last Super Bowl. Was the best team ever. The ninety one Redskins. Fourteen and two. But how many Mark Super Bowl Rippin, wins baby. do you have? Three. And how many do the Browns have? Zero. Yes. So. So. What does that have to do with anything? I'm saying that you guys have been kind of doing the same thing for the last 10 years. You've been I'm, I'm going through. Garrett Wait, it's said. Kirk Cousins. You made it in the playoffs, right? It's, what did that bring you? It doesn't matter. What, wait, what did that do for you? We won the Made terrible, it to the playoffs. Yeah. And we almost made the playoffs the next year. And then what happened? The two receivers left. And we almost made the playoffs again. So your point is that you're, you, won the, you, got, you made it to the playoffs and you had players leave. So that didn't help keep your players. Yes? Oh, Lord. Am I right? Not really. Then why they leave? <laughs> you, you developed a winning culture, did, did you not? We didn't pay them. We, we didn't we pay them. Okay, they got more money for leaving. But you know what you can do? What? If you can't pay somebody, you can trade for them. No, because we, they not if we don't have the draft picks. But that's my point. <laughs> all right, I'm just going to ignore all you that because that was so wrong. You can trade and get good players if you have a high draft pick. No one's going to want number 18. They might. You'd be surprised. I'm, Garrett said, like, look at the bust of the last few years. Let's go to this year's draft. We're nine games in. We know if people can play. I know, which is why I'm um, saying your only and, option is not drafting. Uh, you can use it as the a fourth trade. Pick, so since we have to, okay, since we have to tank for a left tackle, first tackle off the board this year is Andrew Thomas. He kind of sucks right now, doesn't he, Garrett? He got benched for a fifth rounder last game. Yeah, Matt he's kind of terrible. Uh, let's go to the ninth pick. Jacksonville, C.J. Henderson. Penalties galore. Can't tackle. Can't cover. Not a great pick so far. Um, no, yeah, he sucks. Tristan Wirfs. Not playing great, especially last week. Um, Austin Jackson, Miami. Raw talent, offensive tackle. He's getting burned every play. So you can't... These first-round picks, you know, they... It's not about getting a high pick. It's about getting players that fit your culture and system and developing them. Like... The Giants said, oh, we think the best left tackle on the board is Andrew Thomas. Uh, clearly, he's not. You know, <laughs> Jedrick Wills is a lot better. Mekhi Becton on the terrible Jets is playing really well. Just want to recap. So you're saying that draft picks are not important, and so losing them does not matter. So RG3 getting him and losing all those draft picks in a row did he not hurt He got hurt. No, he got I'm saying, hurt. I'm saying losing those tra- draft picks did not hurt your team. We were 10 and 6, didn't really need first round picks until he got hurt. And we had the number 2 overall pick. We would have had the 2 overall pick the next year because but FYI I called that he'd get hurt. What, okay, we want to go back to 7 years. Like but we, my you don't have receipts is, for that. I didn't say that you had to draft <laughs> your pl- players to make a better team. I said that what? draft picks help you get good players this is because a cir- you can trade for them with uh, ca- draft this is, capital. Wait, wait, right okay. now you don't even want to draft one of your best players. I mean not draft, okay, trade one of your okay, best players. Okay, okay, wait, okay. So, okay. You're you're very you're very smart with this. You she Garrett, see what she does. She makes. I'm trying to. They talk about it on first take a lot. This is. It's a point that you can't. Like it's a non-provable hypothesis, I guess. Like you never know because it always changes, and she's always changing. She's moving the goalposts. No, I'm you know, saying it's, that it's. it's a, I'm saying draft. It's a non-provable dra- hypothesis. High draft picks don't mean just picking a player in the draft. It means you have something to negotiate with another team. You guys need a lot of different players, and of course, you're not necessarily going to go th- get those players in the draft. We've we've discussed this. We have a lot numerously. of money in free. All right, we're, we we need to end this conversation. This is getting ridiculous. I know. We've gotten to the point that we're I'm not, allowed, we're Gar- not no. allowed to talk about this anymore because Ryan and I get too heated. About yeah, this. because we make no <laughs> sense. I'm going to let Garrett end it. And we can move on to something else, please. That does not mean that I. Do. Yeah. So you're so I'm not, This I'm I'm getting too mad right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying draft picks don't matter. Draft picks are what you build your franchise on. Um, however, what I am saying is draft picks aren't guaranteed. They're not. You're not getting a guaranteed starter every time you pick a player in the first round. But what is guaranteed is the culture and confidence boost 
and leadership boost that your guys get from winning football games and what that can do to attract free agents in the offseason as well. So it's it's more what's more important to me right now is the progress that Ron Rivera can take with the team rather than worrying about whether I get the 10th or 9th or 8th pick in the draft and then seeing who I can get from there. Because honestly, even at, if, what would it be, 18 if we made the playoffs? Um, this draft has a lot of good offensive tackle talent in it so yep. far. So if you're if you're looking at offensive tackle in the first round, I actually have confidence that we can get a starter at that position. <laughs> Christian so Derisaw. <laughs> yes, Christian Derisaw is a stud. Uh, so that's kind of where I am as well. It's like we're going to get talent in the first round no matter where we are. Just try to win football games. Again, I'm tired I, of losing. I'm going to end this. <laughs> so, Mia, you, gotta, you just got to bite your tongue. got to learn to do that sometimes. But I'm going to end it by saying, I'm, on this topic. <laughs> yeah, I did. But, yeah, but, so, <laughs> no. the pa- notice how the, the, the same Ron Rivera coached Panthers, what, 7 8 and 1, won the division, won a playoff game. Next year, what'd they do? What'd they do the next year? They went fifteen and one. Uh, I'm asking Solmia. They went fifteen and one okay. and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and lost in the Super Bowl, which I predicted also happened. Oh my happened. god! Your point? So, oh my god! I'm moving on to the because Cam Newton's not that I'm good. I'm moving on to the Saints and the Bucks. Um, that shocked me. Which I also called, by the way. You Cam called Newton. the Saints? No, I said oh. Cam Newton would. We're be not good. talking about that anymore. <laughs> good lord! We need a producer. We need like a producer in our ears that says, "Solmia, <laughs> you got to rap. You got to rap." That's what we need. That's what I have when I do the anchoring. They said, you know, rap. You this got, you got 30 is my seconds. third hot take, and I stand by it's it. It's not even a hot take. It's a not take. It's, well, that's what that is. that's what you guys said about Fuente and Wentz, and now look at you. Saints-Bucks, 38-3 <laughs> Saints win the first game for Antonio Brown. It was just a clinic. This game was over in the first quarter. Um, Garrett, does this put the Saints in the top running to get to the Super Bowl out of the NFC for you? The NFC is super weird. Uh, yeah. Every top team just has flaws that uh, you think are going to get exposed at any point in time. So it's kind of hard to like pit teams against each other. I think I would have the Saints tentatively at my top NFC team right now um, because I think they're the most complete team, especially with Michael Thomas back. Mm. But... You know, the Seahawks can run up the score, but they're going to let you score on them. The Packers can <laughs> score, but they're a soft team. They're going to get run all over, especially Alvin Kamara is the running back. Uh, so it's just kind of it's kind of hard <laughs> to really pick a team. I think the Saints are, are my number one, though. I, uh, yeah, because you look at, like you said, all the teams have flaws. The Saints' flaw can be in the back end. They're they're very, you know, aggressive, and you can might be able to hit some big plays on them. Tampa's <laughs> flaw is... You never know what you're going to get game plan wise, coaching wise, or Brady wise because he's 43. Um, and they can't run the ball. They can't run the ball at all. Um, Green Bay, the one bad game was against Tampa when the defense just got suffocated, and that's when they could run the ball. That's when they yeah. <laughs> and then um, Seattle, um, people will throw for 400 yards a game on them, like literally. I think the average is like 376 a game. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, and then you look at I'm trying to. It's really it. I mean, yeah, Green Bay, Seattle. I mean the Rams. Like, what do you, you can't think? You can't know what you're getting from the Rams every week. You know, nope. the the Bears have no offense, no offensive line, no identity. That yeah, there's no great team in the NFC. I would honestly though, I would probably say, man, that's tough. I've been on Seattle for a while, but I I can't I can't pick them. I that that that's the game against the the Bills. That's something I can't unsee. On both sides. Like, when... I like Russell Wilson. He was bad. He was really bad. So Josh Allen outplayed him all four quarters. Grossly. So, I'm honestly... As badly as the defense has played at times, like against Minnesota, I think Green Bay I would take still. Because I think Aaron Rodgers is just in that mindset where he's coming for blood. And I think... Yeah. I think Green Bay's got a real shot to get to the Super Bowl. So, Solabia, I guess... Do you want to talk about the NFC... Yeah. Or, okay. Um, I disagree. With I, both of us. Wait. So I picked the Packers and Garrett picked the Saints. I disagree with both. Okay. I think the Saints notoriously choke in the playoffs. Ooh, that's a good point. Um, so I don't. Not both. Not voting well for Garrett in my Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. Um, that's also my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> you so picked the Saints too. I think. 
Oh, right, you know no, what? No. I might have not. I don't know who you picked. We got to go to the board, but yeah, I picked the Saints. To the be... board's too far away. Garrett and I picked the same um, Super Bowl preseason matchup, and we didn't even talk about this. <laughs> the <laughs> Saints Ravens. But I didn't pick them to win, though. I don't think. I picked the Saints to win. Ouch. Um, but I, I think they notoriously uh, choke, and we keep talking about how Brady is a forty-three-year-old man, but Drew Brees is up there too, forty-one, and most likely he's going to retire. At the end of the oh, year. for sure. I agree with that. So, um, and yes, we've had a lot of player quarterbacks who, when they retired, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Um, uh, one? Peyton? Uh, no. Elway? Peyton? Yeah, Elway, Peyton. That's all I could think of. Oh, no, Eli didn't. No. And then, oh, I guess players in general, because I'm thinking of the Ravens uh, dude. Ray Lewis? Ray yes, Lewis. that's what I'm thinking. Jerome Bettis, if you want to go way back. Like, big... I'm not saying, like, <laughs> quarterbacks in general. I'm saying big names. Yeah. They tend to bring okay. some what, sort of, like, fire. Who do you like con- to win the NFC? <laughs> I'm Jeez, actually, we need a producer badly. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Seattle. Really? Yes. And the 376 yards think, pass yards a game they're giving up? Yes. I think they're going to be sneaky. I think they're gonna fix that by the time the playoffs come around and i think that there's just too much weirdness going on in green bay and even though aaron Rodgers wanted to prove himself i just think that there's um, you, you, dysfunction you, in the you've team. been saying you think there's some bad juju there yeah you, you know like you know like something there. there something fishy yeah do you guys want to hear a great stat i love great um, stats always it was on pardon my take this week um the falcons the falcons Wait, this yes. year in yes. terms of in terms of their passing yards allowed per game, have the second worst passing defense in the history of Wait, the NFL. Do you mean do the you Seahawks? Know who's first? Do you mean the Seahawks? Nope, nope. The Falcons. You mean the Falcons? Second, second worst in the in the history of the NFL. The only team worse is this year's Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So the That's Falcons hard. are having the worst passing defense in the history of the NFL, but it's being overlooked because the Seahawks this year is even worse oh, than that. Oh, dude. Wow. <laughs> but is that I good? I mean, I agree with is you. Is that good quarterback I play? see that being bad. I just think that the Seahawks will have an easier time in the playoffs than Shoot. the Saints who notoriously choke, and I just think there's something weird going on in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers... Aaron Rodgers would throw for 450 yards against that Seattle defense. Yes. He is great. I just don't think he has a, anyone else there. I actually think if the Saints and Seahawks played in the, play, in the playoffs, the Seahawks would beat them because of Drew Brees' arm. I would too. I, I, I agree I, with I that. still think the Saints are a better team, but I think the Seahawks would beat them if that makes sense. If for, for it's the, kind of like a contradictory statement. Yeah, it's, see, it's weird. I think, if I'm really thinking about this, I think Tampa would beat Green Bay. Green Bay would beat New Orleans, Seattle would beat New Orleans, Green Bay would beat Seattle, and New Orleans would beat Tampa, and Seattle would beat Tampa. It's like a real circular thing. It's going to depend on the matchups. Yeah. It really is. Which I'm really excited about. All right. Quickly, before we start picking the games, I want to go over to the AFC. Mm -hmm. Steelers are still 8-0. Chiefs are are 8-1. Bills are 7-2. I don't, Solomia, do you view the Chiefs as they are in a class of their own? Or do you think the Steelers or Bills or someone is just as good as them? I think, unlike the NBA, it is super hard to build a super team. (laughs) Because, A, you need way more players. And honestly, where are you going to find that many players that are all super? It's just impossible. That's just not going to happen. And I can't imagine you having the draft capital to do so. Um, Not draft capital. Money. Money capital. Thank you. Sorry, just the capital. No draft. DC, the capital. <laughs> Charleston, the West Virginia capital. No, Shush. Um, Richmond. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, now I lost my train of thought. Gosh darn it! You said super teams. Oh, so yeah, so because of that, I think that we're seeing that it's really hard to do the same thing you just did uh, the year before, and I don't know if the Chiefs make it to Super Bowl. <laughs> make it? Oh God! Just because it's hard. It's hard to make it a Super Bowl every uh, um, back to back. It is. I agree. Has only Patriots have been doing it. Have done. Patriots it, did it three in a row. Seattle did it twice. Um, I'm trying to think of recent. The Broncos. Time. No, the twice. Bron- not not in a row. Yeah, they went and lost to the Seahawks, and they beat the Panthers the next year. Nope, nope. There was a year between that. Really? Yeah, that was, was that when the Seahawks went twice. Yes. 
I'm trying to think. Oh, and then they lost and to the Patriots. That's even right. Yeah, that was the, the Malcolm Butler play. And it's even yeah, harder yeah, to yeah. win two Super Bowls in a row. Because, uh, has any? Patriots, Patriots have done, done it. Patriots it once. Right? They did it like 03, 04. Or 0102. One of the two, yeah. One I of think those. I, that's the only one I know of recently. Yeah, back to back winning, yeah. Which is really hard. So they, the Patriots won. Th- before last year, the Patriots had won three of the last five. Mm hmm. Wow, that's hard to do. Yeah, that, that's hard to do. I would argue that the do. AFC is not an easy AFC this year. No, it, the AFC is awesome. Well, so, Here's the thing, the thing, is you reacted to Solomia saying that they're not going to get to the Super Bowl, but if you're saying the Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl, that means they didn't get there, because there's no way anybody in the, in the NFC is beating the Chiefs. Okay, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, actually, no, that's... Crap. That's a better conversation, but we're running low on time. Fine, let's go to that. Who has the best chance, since Garrett claimed no one, who has the best chance <laughs> out of the NFC to beat Kansas City? Solomia, go first. We'll do a quick, very quick... Oh, that's hard. Believe it or not, I'll, then I I'll go. I might go, weirdly enough, Tampa Bay, just because Ooh. Tom Brady knows the Chiefs, and that's the he only owns the reason. Chi- he and owns he, the Chiefs. Yeah, and that's the only reason. That's it. If I've, it wasn't for Tom Brady, I'd, I'd, I'd be lost. Call me crazy. This would be a wild game. Seattle, I think. It's, it's just, you gotta match firepower. And I think the Seahawks have the most firepower in the NFC. Offensively, I bet the over on whatever it is in that game. That I don't care what the number is set at. Super different style quarterbacks. No, they're very similar. No, be, no. in terms of like, <laughs> Mahomes is more of like your modern new kind of quarterback. While what is, Then what's Russell Wilson? Well, because think about how Mahomes throws. No one else does that. Russell Wilson throws dimes. He throws dimes. I mean, literally how okay. he throws it. You say Tampa, I say Seattle. Garrett, you said none, but who has the yeah. best chance? I was looking for the teams with the best corners, and that would be mm. the Rams, but Jared Goff mm. wouldn't be able to keep up. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I'll i go with the Saints, because I said they're the best team. Damn it. But <laughs> I really don't think that they can keep up with the Chiefs no, at all. They, they play week 15, 16, Chiefs-Saints. That'll be a good game. Yeah. That means Chiefs-Bucks play week 12 or something, yeah. too, so that'll be cool. All right, awesome. Got through that. That was kind of the AFC discussion I wanted to get to. That's okay. Let's go to the picks for the NFL. Oh, ah, first. Uh, college, no good games. The only one we care about is Miami at Virginia Tech. Uh, Solmia, who wins and why? I have no idea. All right, fine, since you're going <laughs> to wuss out on it. I'll take Miami. We can't stop them. Garrett? <laughs> Garrett King uh, is the exact quarterback that always kills Virginia Tech. However, <laughs> I am taking Virginia Tech this week. Uh, we always seem to play better off our losses. We're coming off the worst one, so hopefully that means we're going to come off at the best. When when we See, played, that, when that's we, why I don't know. When we played, when we lost to JMU, VT won eleven straight games after that. Well, but when we one. lost to ODU, we only won one game, and then we sucked after that. So maybe maybe it's the start. I mean, start. You have to, we have to wait till after the game on Saturday to say it's the start of something cool. But no. But also, that JMU game was not with Fuente. No, it was with Beamer and a lot better players. The ODU game is more comparable. That was with Tyrod. That was with Tyrod. So yikes! All right, NFL Week Ten gets started Thursday night. A very important AFC East. I mean, not AFC East. AFC South. Real quick. No. Why? Why? Real quick. No. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna defend your JMU loss. Twenty seconds. I'm gonna defend your JMU loss. I'm gonna say that that was an overlooked game because you guys are probably really, really, really good, and you just didn't think about it. It's like your typical Ohio State overlooking like Iowa. Time's up. Kind of game. Whatever. We're not gonna go back ten years. AFC South. (laughs) Colts, Titans, a very important game for the division. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't sent my picks to the group me, so these will be Garrett's first time hearing my picks. I'll go... Oh, that's tough. Man, this is an even line, too. I'll pick the Titans. Derrick Henry is the best player on the field. So, yeah. I'd like to pick the Colts so that my Browns win looks better, but honestly, I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, I've got the Colts because the Titans do not have the pass rush to rattle Phillip Rivers mm. and expose his poor mobility. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Take the under. Hmm. Ooh, yeah. That's a good good little nugget there. Yes. Um, Washington at the Lions. The first start for Alex Smith since November 18th of 2018. Almost two years to the day. 
That's terrible. But I'm still going to take the Lions if... Oh, man. That's tough. I just don't... I just don't see us winning this game. There's no reason behind it. Skill players, you know, I don't I don't want to go into that. I just don't see how we go on the road and win in Detroit. We haven't proved we can do it. So let me go. We're in the same order. Lions. Yeah. That's horrifying. I don't like that. That was that's his first start almost to no no. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like that. That's just mm. November's a bad month for Washington quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, um, like, it's, it's just, it, that's just what it is. Um, but Alex Smith came out through for 300 yards and a half last week, and the thing he does best is actually limiting turnovers, which he had three of on last Sunday. I think it was due to rust and nerves, mm-hmm. and I think he gets back to that this week. And the thing he does best is keeping your team in the game and winning the winnable games. So give me Washington to get back in the win column. Man, I hope you're right. Please don't get injured again, Alex Smith. All right. Um, yes, please. Texans, Browns off the bye week for the Browns at home. So I'll go with them. I think the Browns, they get Nick Chubb back, which is huge for them. Mm-hmm. So, And the Texans cannot stop the run. We could run on them. if I could get 120 yards against the Texans. <laughs> so give me the Browns. Baker might have to throw it 12 times. That's it. Yeah, I think uh, this helped Nick Chubb coming back after losing Odell Beckham is huge. Um, I think the Browns come back and they come back big. Uh, this is my tingle game of the week, and do not get mad at me, Solomia, but I am taking the Texans oh. in, the, in the upset, a random Deshaun Watson hero performance uh, in this one, and it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, I just have that weird tingle about this game that one team is better than their record and one team's worse than their record, Ooh. and that's just that's just what I feel about Ooh. it. So, is it your spider tingle? Yeah, yeah, my Pe- spidey senses are tingling. The Peter tingle. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I let's. I don't know what to say to that. Let's move on. Um, I'm assuming I will be lo- lone wolfing them in our in our group me picks. But. No, didn't Wood didn't Wood pick them? I don't know. I don't pay attention to his picks. Oh, <laughs> his picks on me. All <laughs> right. picked the Jets like four weeks in a row. Yeah, and he's 0 for 4. Uh, the Jags and the Packers in the, wow, this could get ugly game of the week. Green Bay, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who's starting for Jacksonville. Yeah. All Is right. Is it Luton again? Is it Luton? I don't care. <laughs> 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 NFC East heavyweights here. Eagles off the bye at the Giants. I think the Eagles win off the bye, which really sucks for Washington. But the Eagles are a better team. But I would not be surprised if the Giants win. I got to stop talking about this game, the Eagles. I'm going to pick the Giants. Okay. I have absolutely nothing to back that up. I almost picked the Giants because they almost won last time. But I'll pick the Eagles and that puts them at 500. Gross. (laughs) Oh, that's horrifying. NFC East team, not possible. Yeah, All right. Um, Bucks Panthers. Brady's got to shake off that brutal mm-hmm. loss. Sneaky home dog, five and a half. I'll get. I'll take Tampa. They, they'll bounce back from that. Tampa. Yeah, I'll take Panthers to cover, but I think uh, Tampa pulls it out. Mm. <laughs> Colin Cowherd has a new guy he's hating on, dancing Drew oh, Lock. Thank God. <laughs> going to going to Denver. I'm not going going to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders are a good team. I think they're a very good team. Mm-hmm. So they will continue their push to Gruden's first playoff berth in the second time around with the Raiders. They beat Denver. Yeah. Easy. No one for dancing Drew Locke, huh? Yeah, I've got the Raiders. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, the fifth and the sixth picks of the draft are matching up here at the quarterback position. Chargers and Dolphins. Back in Miami, it's a long trip for Herbert and the boys. It's it's the same line Garrett used to the Falcons a few weeks ago. The Chargers keep blowing leads, but they won't blow a lead in this game because they'll never get one. The Dolphins' defense will suffocate the Chargers. <laughs> they will win convincingly, I think. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Why? <laughs> no idea. I just want it to be different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the difference from a couple weeks ago is that was a Falcons-Packers game. Right. Uh, and this team is the Chargers and the Dolphins. Uh, one team worse than the record again. One no, team don't disrespect give the me, Dolphins like that. Give me the Chargers. He's uh, just hey, mad. Tua looks good last you're week just and mad. I'm for him. You're just mad the Rams <laughs> got shellacked. You're just mad. 
Oh, yeah. Actually, that was a terrible game for Tua, by the way. And it was all their defense. Win. W's. He's eating W's like James yeah, Winston that last was awesome. week. Last week, though, Tua did awesome, and I really root for that guy. He was great. A very good game. Bills-Cardinals. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. I think the Cardinals bounce back after what... Kyler said they laid an egg last week, but they scored 31 points and lost on a field goal at the end. I don't know how much that's laying an egg. Buffalo's riding high, but they come back a little bit to Arizona. This will be a high-scoring game as well. I think Kyler Murray leads the Cardinals to another win, and that gets them to six wins. You know, I really hope Kyler does well just because he's my fantasy quarterback. But um, I'm actually going to go with the Bills on this one. I think... Actually, my mind was changed when you told me that quote. That just seems kind of weird of a thing to say when you didn't <laughs> Kyler's play that badly. A weird, Kyler's a weird dude. Now. And I'm he's, wondering he's if something else. he gets into his head when he loses, even if it's close. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I think, uh, quickly for Garrett, this is the thing that's been coming out recently. Like, Joe Burrow said, I don't like losing. Like, winning's fun. These college kids in, that come out of, like, high school and college and they're really good, they don't lose. Like, they're not used to this. So True. When, when Kyler loses, he takes it hard. Garrett, who do you like? The Josh Allen MVP hype train took a little stop to get to get a little refueling done, but it is back on the rails. Oh, yeah. uh, no After one playing... circles the wagons like the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Give me Buffalo. I like it. I, I like the Bills, but I think the Cardinals win this one. Rams coming off the bye, playing Seattle, who just got cr- destroyed last week. How many... We'll we'll pick the game and then set an over under for Jared Goff passing yards. I'll go Seattle in a high scoring game. Same, not different. <laughs> oh God, the Rams being favored makes me want to pick against them, but That's I'll take my scary. boys um, because the Rams' weakness is not being able to run the ball, and all they're gonna have to do against the Seahawks is throw it all day. So, oh yeah, this is a serious number I'm throwing out you out of my head. Get Jared Goff passing yards, serious number. O under three forty seven and a half. Uh, are you are you going me first? Uh, either yeah, whoever's got one. I'll say under. Uh, I'll go over. <laughs> I'll go over because I picked him to win, so he's gonna need to throw <laughs> I'm gonna go that. under. I'll You're... go over. I'll, I say he has like a three sixty game. Okay. Um, I don't know what the next game is, but I kind of want to look and see if there's an actual prop bet on this Jared Goff passing number on this app I have. I, I don't think there will be. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Rams are a two-point favorite. That's kind of weird. More wagers. Yeah. Alternate spread. I don't like Wait. my Rams pick because of that. Where's the player ones? Oh, it looks like they won't have it. All right. Never mind. I thought they'd have player props for this game. That's so weird. It it should be a lot, but you know. All right. Anyway, uh, Seahawks Rams the 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 Forty Niners Saints. This was gonna be some huge matchup at the beginning of the year, the rematch of last year's epic classic. But now the Forty ers are injured to hell and back, and the Saints are rolling. So the Saints are gonna win by a. I'll say a lot. I I, I think it's revenge for last year's game too. Same same. Saints large margin. Oh yeah. Same, not different. For all three. Um, now, this game took a little bit of a snag. The Bengals play the Steelers. Big Ben might not play on right. the COVID list. Um, if Mason Rudolph's playing, Ooh, that's rough. Oh, man. I don't know if I could pick this. I don't know if he's going to play. I think the Steelers... Let's do two picks. No, no, no. I'm gonna, no we got to pick it once, and I, I'll still pick the Steelers. Joe Burrow's going to get sacked like six times, and he can't. He's not going to recover from that. Yeah, that Steelers defense is no joke. Um, Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the Bengals will score very much in this game. And also, I think Ben Big Ben plays because he doesn't. He didn't test positive for COVID. Right. Oh, he's just, he's just quarantined. He's just like in quarantine because of contact oh. tracing and stuff. That's like Baker. Um, he's fine. Just like Matt Stafford last week. So. Oh, yeah, true, true. He's fine. If it was yeah. that he tested positive, that'd be a different story. Yeah. They should have flexed this out of Sunday night. I don't. I don't see the intrigue as much. But Ravens Patriots. Um, Patriots need this win to save their season. They don't get it. Ravens roll. I could see this going both ways, strictly I because I feel like the Patriots and the Ravens always have an emotional game because it's such a big 
rivalry in its own little way. Um, but I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I do think it's going to be closer than we all expect. It's a seven-point spread. I think it's going to be closer than that. I think it's going to be a field goal. Hmm. I'll take Ravens. Uh, I think they cover, though. Oh, wow. The, the Ravens cover? Yeah, the Ravens cover. Ooh, nice. Monday Night Football, NFC North. Garrett, I think I know where you're going to go because of a take you've had, you've been having. Vikings-Bears. I can't pick Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. He's never won. So I'll go the Bears to get back on track. They, they won't lose five, four in a row, right? No, they might. I'll take the Bears still. Yeah, same. After the Vikings beat the Packers two weeks ago, they got to two and five, and I said they might make the playoffs because of their upcoming schedule and how they're a better team than two and five. And I think this is the week that they really start getting everybody to start being like, oh, the Vikings are going to make the playoffs if they keep playing like this. So give me the Vikings. Also, the Bears can't score. So the fact that Kirk Cousins (laughs) won't be able to score on Monday Night Football, it'll cancel it out. Dalvin Cook's got him. Um, I'm going to check the number on that. The total is 44.5, way under. Go under on that. That's a twenty to tw- that's a twenty to seventeen game at max for yeah. either side. Yeah. All right. That sounds about right. Cool. I have you have one. Two no, things. come on. We're already at fifty minutes. Two things. We're not unlimited yet. We're not good enough for <laughs> I that. I know. One. We didn't bring up Maryland Penn State at all, and no I'm kind cares. of upset. Who cares? Penn State sucks now. Okay. What do you want? A cookie? Uh, yes. <laughs> I really do. I really do. What's the other thing? The other thing is I have a question for both of you, oh, and I want to know what your answers are. Okay. If, for some, I don't know how it happens, you now have the number one overall pick. That's not going to happen. Oh, sorry, no. You have the ability to get the number one, uh, number one overall pick in the draft as the Washington football team, and you can get Trevor Lawrence. Do you... Take him? Lose, yes. No, no, no. Let's say one other team. It's between you and the other team to have the number one overall pick. Do you lose that game so that you can get Trevor Lawrence? 100%. If, if we win, do we make the playoffs? No, well, there's they, no that's, that's not going to be possible. I don't think that's ever possible, is that? I, yeah, no. I'm just saying in your hypothetical scenario. No, <laughs> my, my, my hypothetical scenario is, is like the Eagles win, beat the Giants. It's too hard. You are now... Uh, between you and, let's say, the Jets. Like, we're, like, legit out of it, is what then, you said. Then, yeah, of course we lose, because there's no reason to win. Okay, cool. And Trevor Lawrence is that dude, so. Yeah. All right, put put that sad music back on. I need to, it's just, I'm just, I'm so depressed. You're, you're depressed? It's, it's just depressing that this week has been so bad. Yeah. All right. Let him hear it. Yeah. Everybody hurts. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully next week is a little bit better. See you guys.